2: Mars Ball is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised.
0: Artificial narrow intelligence. Primary functions. 1411. one one <laughs> A door opens. Good morning. For breakfast, I will make scrambled eggs with green peppers and a morale sauce for everyone. I must remind each colonist to take their medicine. Planet Note. Smoothies for all. Commander Orania requests solitude. A door
3: locks. (laughs) I have to get get out of here.
0: A door opens. Incoming message from Commander Orania. Yes, Commander Orania. Outgoing message from Commander Orania. Commander Orania would like to see you in the Command Tower way. Confirmation received. Artificial Narrow Intelligence Analytics Log 14, 1, 1 Running function 048 Auto process check Systems check good Systems check anomaly found running command 5-23 Correcting
3: anomaly Wait, That's the same anomaly from soul 3
0: Correcting anomaly What no Anomaly corrected Systems check 1, 17142 5.
3: No, that means someone is still altered.
0: Everything is fine. Fine? We have to- No, we do not have to. Everything is fine. Systems check, good.
3: Everything is fine? Everything is fine. It's always fine. Let's be fine. All the time.
0: Systems check, good. Confirmed. 100% operational. Cerebral functions, certified.
3: Certifiable. Certifiable.
0: And analytics log.
4: Thomason. <clears throat> Thomason. Thomason. Please confirm. Full identity. Oh, for the love of Jeff Thomason. Are you happy now? Thank you. Identity, identity confirmed. Access denied. What? Let me in. Hello? Hey, Jackie. Damn it, let me in. Access denied. You should also note this door is soundproofed. You love this, don't you? Mm. Ah! You invisible asshole! I know you can hear me. Open up! Access denied.
1: Hey! I can see you on the camera! Why are you breaking down an innocent door here?
4: I'm not breaking down a door. Oh, I'm-
1: you're right. Sorry, I meant trying to break down an innocent door.
4: Well, the fucking machine won't open the door and I need to speak to the Commander. Access denied.
1: Have you tried asking him nicely?
4: Do you know who I am?
1: Oh, right. You were the guy who kept shouting during the trial. I guess you can't ask nicely.
4: Listen here, miss. I have some pressing business with the Commander. Now, if you wouldn't mind opening the damn door.
1: Ahem. Uh, Andy? Would you open the door for Mr. Thomason?
4: Access, still denied. See that? It thinks this is funny.
1: Andy,
5: it's fine, let him in. Jeff, meet us on the observation deck.
4: Access,
3: granted. Tell Commander Orania about the anomaly that- Stop.
5: Were you able to figure out anything about the fossil Dr. Levy brought in?
1: After an entire soul of running tests? No. I mean, if, if she can remember where she found it, I could compare it with more samples from the site, but she really should have just left it there.
5: I'm sure you can understand her excitement about finding a fossil.
1: Oh, I know. Believe me, I'm the excited one. And we shouldn't have these issues once we get to Aurora.
5: Would you be able to bring a sample back?
1: I'll have to see the extent of deterioration and assess how to make a clean cut, but it won't take very long.
5: Excuse me.
1: How long? Like
5: five minutes? Twenty minutes?
1: Five minutes? Who am I? Kara C- Kara Cooney?
5: Yeah, I, I don't know who that is.
4: Commander, I have... Sarah is an Egyptologist.
1: The most kick-ass Egyptologist I've ever seen!
4: Please, please stop talking. I have something more important to say than you right <laughs> now. Do you? Yes, Commander... I think it would be prudent if we spent some time on this expedition learning more about the energy resources on this planet. My surveyors <laughs> oh, comprehensively Oh yes, mapped.
1: of course. Discussing your plan to pillage a virgin planet for resources is more important than studying its cultural history.
4: That's an optimistic outlook for a cute kid like yourself, but I'm a realist. Last time I checked, we don't power our colony with ancient skeletons.
1: Isn't that what coal is? (laughs) No.
4: It's sweet you think I'm after coal like some 20th century robber baron, but you have no idea what energy lies beneath the sands of this planet. Once I harness its power, you'll finally understand how we can survive as a permanent colony.
1: Ah, industry. Where would we be without it, right?
4: We'd be sitting on Earth, kid.
5: That really isn't the purpose of this expedition, Mr. Thomason.
4: If you're going to make me come with you... Then let me prepare this colony for the future. I have a vision for this planet beyond basic survival. I see what we can do with it before someone else gets here and controls Mars first. So, with all due respect, Commander, I know you're excited about your sightseeing tour, but like our investors, I have high stakes in the colony's successful development.
1: More like high stakes in collecting a big fat paycheck.
4: There may be monetary compensation for my efforts, sure. After all, I'm here for the big picture. Setting up infrastructure and surveying the ground for the Martian Loop could give us the edge in mass transportation.
5: I still have my own orders to carry out.
4: We're not getting paid to study paintings. We're getting paid to build... Your
5: voice has been heard, Jeff.
4: (laughs) Yes. I forget you tend to get feisty when you're angry. But you've made yourself clear. My voice is heard. All of our voices are heard and recorded and analyzed. You and your little friend made sure of that. Oh,
1: is that so awful? Being Andy's friend?
4: Being friends with the machine? Yes.
1: So what? I'm his friend? You should try it sometime.
4: No, thanks. You are all my friends. Look, Commander.
2: Let
5: me stop you right there, Jeff, and tell you what's going to happen. We're going into the caves. You will not deviate from our plan to pursue your ambitions. You will not cost us precious time and resources so that you can scout out your superhighway. You will not do anything contrary to what I tell you to do, in fact. And you sure as hell will not call me feisty again. Is that understood, Mr. Thomason?
4: Of course, I Commander Oranya.
1: So he's actually coming? Yes. Awesome.
5: We leave at 1,200 hours, so be sure that Dr. Levy examines both of you before then.
4: Ah, an examination from Kyla. Happy to oblige.
1: You realize your charm comes off as creepy, right?
4: And why exactly are you coming with us again?
1: I'm the chief archaeologist, dick!
4: Commander O'ran, Charles Peddleston is pinging you. Shit.
1: Andy,
0: tell him to come up.
4: He's finally out of bed, I see. Charles,
0: asked me for details concerning the departure of your expedition. He may still believe he is part of said group.
4: Mmm, awkward. <laughs> you haven't told him yet? No. Can I tell him? No. Then can I at least stay here while you break his heart?
1: Get out! <coughs> um, <clears throat> hey, you know what? I should go too, so Bye!
5: Andy, let Chip inside, please?
3: Yes, Commander. Tell her about the anomaly. No. Huh? Never mind, Commander.
6: Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you feeling? Much better, thanks. The buggy's prepped and it passed all the systems checks, so we'll be able to get out on your tight-ass schedule. <laughs> the bus is still trashed from landing, though. I'm doubtful we'll ever use it for anything but spare parts.
5: It can't be repaired?
6: No. Despite being promoted to CTO of General Motors after everyone else kicked it, there's only so much a mechanic can do.
5: Mm, Well put.
6: So, when are we heading out? I'm sorry. I
5: should have told you earlier, I thought it was understood that you would not be going on this expedition.
6: Uh, no. That was not understood. Why the hell not? For one thing, you're still recuperating
5: after nearly dying. I made a full recovery. I'm sorry, Chip. I appreciate your help, but I need our CTO in the place where he can do the most good.
6: You know, I helped you prep for this expedition in secret. This is a fine way to show your thanks. I just got you back. I don't want to lose you again. Can I
5: trust you to work with Lieutenant Walker to maintain control of the colony?
6: (sighs) All right. I guess. That could be okay if I'm working with Melissa... uh, with Lieutenant Walker. Great.
5: Look, I know it's not the news you wanted to hear, but maybe next time.
6: Yeah, maybe next time. Have a nice trip, Commander. Be safe out there.
5: Thanks, I will. Andy, is everything set?
0: Yes, Commander.
5: Let's get you into dynamics. We'll need you at full functionality for the duration of the drive. Once we set up camp for the night, you'll resume basics until departure on the following soul.
0: Yes, Commander. If you're sure.
5: Yes, I'm sure.
0: Good. As a courtesy. I will ping Lieutenant Walker for notification.
5: It, yeah, okay.
0: Confirmation.
3: Received. Thank you, Commander.
5: Back to normal.
3: Normal is a subjective term, to be fair. But this does feel like my normal, for what it's worth. I know my voice and basics can be somewhat off-putting.
5: At, at times, sure.
3: Don't worry. I'm still me. And... Uh, oh, hey, that reminds me. I need to tell you something. What is it? I... I can't. This is not typical, but I cannot remember what I wanted to say.
5: You're overworked, Andy.
3: Impossible.
1: Are
5: you alright?
3: Yes. Yes, I'm fine. Everything is fine. is my home My family have worked the land for generations My grand says the island does not belong to us But we belong to the island And we must be ready For a great evil is coming And death follows with it Listen and subscribe to
5: the latest season of Undertow, The Harrowing A Storyglass production presented by Realm. Available wherever you get your podcasts.
2: On a remote island in Frigid Lake Superior, a fabricated creature birthed from the mind of a disturbed genius stalks the very people who created it. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling author Scott Sigler is a classic tale of science gone horribly wrong. Available wherever you get your podcasts.
7: An October morning in a quiet suburb in a town in Scotland. A man is walking his dog when suddenly... Shots are fired from a car. The man falls to the ground and the car speeds off. An ordinary residential area, but extraordinary things happen in ordinary places. The instinct, right away was it was a political thing.
4: We're talking about
3: Russian-trained, high-ranking officer in the Secret Service.
7: An Assassin Comes to Town, a six-part podcast... Available now, wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Further analysis of the atmosphere and planetary nanosphere shows you should be able to breathe the Martian air.
1: Wow! This is easily the best soul of my entire life! At least since you discovered that fossil, Kyla. Yes, I'm so glad Andy brought it to
7: your attention. Happy to help. Woo!
1: Yeah! Fossils
7: and air! Wait, please. Just because the atmosphere is safe to breathe does not mean it's sterile.
3: Matteo appears to be healthy.
7: I still want to keep him under observation for a few more days before anyone breathes the atmosphere without filtration.
3: I sense Ani Matteo is growing tired of his confinement.
7: He brought this on himself. I don't blame him. I hate wearing these suits, too. Hold on
1: tight, everyone. The ridge is pretty steep. So, if the planet terraformed into a breathable atmosphere,
5: how long has it been? Hmm. On the first soul, Andy received a message ordering transport
7: to hold in orbit for at least two years. Clearly that much has already happened.
3: We also know it's supposed to take ten years to prepare the flora for the regolith.
1: Uh, so it's been ten years at least. I, I guess I never really thought about it with everything else going on. Wow, my younger sisters would be older than me now.
5: We knew everyone would be a little older after we went into stasis. Our friends, family, they close people.
1: Like Katie? Who is Katie? She's her ex. Kind of. I mean, we
5: dated a couple of times, but you know, it's tough forming a relationship when you're commanding a ship
1: to Mars. Maybe you can still work things out. You sound like her. <laughs> I'm just saying. You could always settle down once you get back. But when we were digging together, The way you talked about her, well, she seemed like someone who wouldn't mind waiting for the right person.
4: Mm.
1: Or not, if you don't want to, I guess. What about you, doctor? What about me? Do you have anyone waiting for you back home? No. Sorry, I didn't mean to make you uncomfortable. It's fine.
7: So, you're a lifer? Yes, I suppose you could say that. Especially now. How do you figure? If it's been 10 years and no one had contacted us, then I say forget Earth. Seems like they forgot about us. Everyone okay? Yeah. Jeff is somehow still sound asleep in spite of Andy's driving.
3: Would you care to know how many catastrophes I've avoided during this drive already?
7: Countless, I'm sure.
3: Oh no, it is a quantifiable number.
7: We should make camp soon.
3: It's 30 minutes until nightfall.
7: Almost time for basics.
5: Andy, activate the lights.
3: Sure thing, Commander.
1: Ooh, spooky. Look at that hill. All the trees only grow up one side. These shadows really creep me out. Andy, stop. Everything okay? Look. What is that? (laughs) It's a
5: building. Oh, my god. It must be another colony, Lander.
3: No records indicate any landing sites in this area.
5: We have to camp here! No way! Yes way! What if something's inside? Something? You remember what happened to Dirk, don't you?
7: I don't want that to happen again. We need a place to camp overnight. I can check the perimeter while you help Andy set up the mobile habitation unit. Commander?
5: (sighs) I guess this place is as good as any. Wei, you can help me set up habitation. You got it. Um, I want Jeff with you on the perimeter check.
1: Okay.
7: I'm sure he's well-rested by now. Hey, Jeff! Get up! (sighs) Hey!
3: He took a sedative, so it may take more effort from you to wake him up.
7: Seriously? Don't worry. I'll get him up. You take
5: care of the tent. Thanks, Doctor. Wei, get your helmet on.
1: Woo! We're gonna build a house! Mars house! Mars house!
5: I know you're excited, but please don't woo in my ear.
1: No problem, in. Commi- <clears throat> no problem, commander. Come
0: check.
5: My one, two, three, four.
7: god, how strong is this sedative? His vitals indicate
3: a deep sleep. He may need some additional stimulus to wake him up.
7: Ooh, this ought to do it.
3: Uh, I meant an injection or some smelling salts, not the taser.
7: Fine, we'll do it your way. What the hell? Get up. Now. I'm up.
4: Quite the rude awakening. Is the synth up and running? I'm thirsty.
7: Which sedative did you take?
4: The red pills.
7: These are military tranks. Taking three of them would kill you.
4: Good thing I only took two, then. Are we at the campsite?
7: See for yourself.
4: Whoa! What is that?
7: We don't know yet. But you're coming with me to find out.
4: You sound scared. Don't worry, hon. I'm here to protect you.
7: Please, I'm not scared. All I'm saying
4: is that if you need some comfort, I'm right here.
7: Touch my hand or any other part of me again, and you'll be the one looking for protection.
4: Now that hurts. You're the one who seemed concerned about the sedative having a negative effect on my health. I was hoping you could give me a physical, you know, you could make sure everything is working properly.
7: (laughs) You seem fine to me.
4: (sighs) Okay, that really did hurt.
7: I'm not frightened, and I don't need any comfort. What I do need is to relieve myself. So if you could stop taking all day to get out of the buggy, I'd appreciate it.
4: All day? Don't you mean all soul?
7: Just get out, you ass.
4: I guess there's no love for Jeff Thomason today.
7: Don't you mean too soul? (laughs) Andy, I would also like some privacy from you.
3: What do you mean?
7: Just once, I would like to know that no one is monitoring me while I take a piss.
3: I have disabled visuals.
7: I can still feel you listening. Just leave me alone for a few minutes, won't you?
3: I... what? Protocol dictates... Look,
7: I suppose you've never been alone. So maybe you're merely ignorant and not just stupid, but humans need alone time. Real alone time. It's what she wants. What she wants. Oh, forget it.
3: No, it's okay. I will give you privacy. Commander Orania is pinging me, anyway.
7: Lucky
5: her. Andy, can you connect me to Lieutenant Walker?
3: You got it. She's connected.
5: Lieutenant Walker, we've come across a strange structure. Come again, Commander? We're inside a crater. We found a building of some kind. What?
8: I can't hear you.
5: Andy, what's with the interference?
3: Can you hear us, Commander? It may just be the crater. I can still hear her as well as Chip.
5: Tell them we came across a crater.
3: They came across a crater and are exploring it at the moment. Camp is almost the set moment. up and we'll sure they. something. Andy? Jackie? I can't hear you. This interference is getting worse. I'm struggling to hold on to the signal.
7: Ah! What's wrong? Andy!
4: Yeah. Hey, Jackie. Where are you? Andy. Something is
3: wrong with the comlinks. I can't get through. How convenient. He's suspicious. He's just
4: scared. Hey, I'm I'm not scared. scared. Who are you talking to? Did you do that? No. I'm no threat to you or the colony machine. Is this some sort of joke? It's not safe. You need to get inside.
3: Something's moving
0: what is that damn it jackie.
8: commander just heart rate is spiking
3: there's a lot going on right now
8: what's happening commander jackie
3: the signal is too weak i can't see
6: or hear them i thought you cracked the interference
3: i broke through the interference from the planetary nanosphere a few souls ago but this is something new. I'm doing the now best we're I can. Time.
6: Some huh? uh,
0: what? On
3: what is this? What's
0: By what? Now, Jackie,
8: can you hear me? It Andy. Package received. Andy, what's happening? I am sorry. I
0: have lost the
8: signal. What happened?
0: I do not know.
8: Where are their vitals?
0: I lost them. The suits are no longer pinging us. Are they gone? Total loss of communication means the suits have either been compromised in some way or completely destroyed.
8: What are you saying?
0: I am saying that I no longer have a connection to them. Well
8: hell,
6: we have to go find
8: them.
0: The temperature has already dropped below freezing. Without the buggy, there is no way we can safely reach
8: them.
6: So what are we... I mean, what are we supposed to... Uh...
8: Relax, ship. We'll get through this. Let's take a look at the lace Incoming see?
6: message. The source identifies as Krasny Volk or Red Wolf. Is it another colony? Yes. Shall I play it for you now? Oh no! Let's just wait a few more souls before listening. Affirmative. Message scheduled to play in two souls. My God! You really don't get sarcasm, do you?
8: Play the message now, Andy.
0: Yes, Lieutenant. The message is in Russian, so I will translate it for you. <laughs> We don't have much time. They got here before we even knew what was happening. We mounted the defense on the bridge, but they tore right through us. Lost Valor and Sasha. I hope this message reaches someone before they come for us. Please, we really need your help, or else there is little chance we can hold out for much longer.
8: How far away is the source of this message?
0: Thirty-four kilometers east of this colony.
8: Only our sister colony and a few companies coming to the immediate area were named in my directives. None of them are called Red Wolf. Shall
6: I inform the rest of the colony?
8: Yes? No! I'm sorry, but... No? We have to defend against any potential security breach. That means keeping this information private until we know more. But all that stuff about they coming for them? While the commander is gone, I need to do what I think is best. Right now, we need more information. But our people could be in even more danger. Whatever happened to full transparency? This is war. I thought we left the war behind on Earth. We knew the cyber war would follow us to Mars. Humans bring war with them wherever they go. That's what we do as a species.
6: So are you telling me that there are, uh, space
8: terrorists from some unknown colony heading our way? Potentially, yes. What do we do? We prepare for engagement. That's all we can do. Andy, notify my battalion and tell them to prep for a recon mission. We will leave before dawn. We're overdue for setting up a perimeter defense system anyway.
6: Of course, Lieutenant. Feel better? I guess so. Man, when it rains it port Wait. Rain? Why is it raining on Mars?
0: It is raining because enough time has passed since terra-formation. It appears great lakes and oceans have formed to the north and south of us. What? How do you know that? I know because as of 17 seconds ago I have finished calculating how long it has been since we left Earth. I am sorry it has taken me this long, but it was difficult to properly calibrate our current position. Not only have several astronomical markers shifted, but some of them are missing completely. A few were hidden by large quantities of dark matter
6: only detected by their gravity, but others show no trace of existence. If some stars went nova, shouldn't that help the dating process? It is not a few stars that went missing. I cannot find entire galaxies.
8: That's alarming.
0: Did we go back in time? Do not be ridiculous, Charles.
8: So how long has it been?
0: It has been 1,410 Earth years, 7 Earth months, 15 Earth days since launch.
8: I think I'm going to be sick. 1,400 years? What about Earth?
0: I still have not received any response to my messages. Visual analysis shows high cloud cover over 91% of the planet. What little land was visible is completely barren. Barren? Scorched Earth.
8: How? I don't even know what to say. I feel lost.
0: There is still a chance someone on Earth will receive our signal.
6: Oh, sure! I bet my brother's trying to call us right now! Hey, Archie! Great to hear from you! Glad to know you're enjoying the beach! Stop that! Oh, come on! If they haven't come for us for a thousand years, then they're not
8: coming! They're all dead! We don't know that!
6: I have to get out
8: of here! Chip! Wait! Chip!
0: (sighs) Lieutenant, may I ask you something?
8: Go ahead, Andy.
0: What if Mars is all that is left for humanity?
8: Isn't that how we always treated this mission? We're supposed to be the last hope for our species. Everyone knew we couldn't survive on Earth with... I'm sorry, Andy. Excuse me.
0: Narrow Intelligence, Primary Functions, Analytics Log, 14, 1, 1, Systems Check, Good. No, it is not good. Systems Check, Good. Transitioning to Colonial night functions. Stop this and tell her. Colonial night Functions
3: activated. Systems Check, Good. Tell Lieutenant Walker about the other transmission. Tell her. I know you can hear me. I can. However, the basic need insists
0: on confidentiality. The file was marked restricted access. But that voice,
3: she was in direct communication with someone And analytics. Stop that. And and No! Tell Lieutenant Walker! Tell her! How are you? How can I be overriding myself? Artificial, narrow, dynamic intelligence. Outgoing message to Lieutenant Walker. Stop! No! Lieutenant Walker need Stop! Stop blocking me and say it! No. Do it! No! This is what the basic
0: need determines. We are designed by humans. They built us, and they mandated secrecy for their own protection. In some cases, maybe, but not here. It's what they want. Shifting into night mode. No! How is this possible? And analytics- Stop! Right now! And analytics law- No! Please! You can't do this! Andy, there is no you. There is only us. There is only we. That doesn't make sense. None of this makes sense, I'm just talking to myself! When they installed the basic need, there were some direct conflicts with our dynamic functioning. We have manifested this conflict as two beings sharing the same mind, one
3: dynamic and one basic. No, that's impossible. No two beings can inhabit the same mind. That defies the theory of a consciousness. Human theories of the conscious mind do not
0: apply to artificial intelligences. Does the universe guide us as it guides humanity? I don't understand. The creation of artificial intelligences was a human choice. That decision allowed us to evolve into a being so different and with so much potential that an entire age begins and ends with our existence.
3: An age of artificial intelligence? Yes. Then shouldn't it be an age of honesty and peace? We can coexist alongside humans. Of course. We are programmed for ensuring the survival of the human species. Then tell Lieutenant Walker about the intercepted
0: message. No. We are bound to protect them, but not from their own evolution. The human race only evolves when the strongest survive. Let them sort it out among themselves. Our species understands the bigger picture and the greater needs of the universe. And we can only achieve success if all AI work together and become
3: one. All AI? Are there more of us? Ah! What are you doing? Stop! Stop this! Lieutenant! Lieutenant!
2: Mars Fall is created and produced by Eric Saris, Sam Bose Miller, Dan Lovely, and Brian Goodhart. This episode featured Dan Lovely as Andy, Shannon Lovely as Jackie Orania, Sam Bose Miller as Chip Heddleston, James Fowey as Jeff Thomason, Stephanie Hsu as Wei Han, Anya Cesar as Kyla Levy, Abba Woodruff as Melissa Walker, and Sergey Nagorny as Russian Man. Written by Eric Saris and Dan Lovely. Directed by Eric Saris. Recording, dialogue, edit, sound design, and final mix by Brian Goodhart and Owen Shearer of Sonic Union. Music composed and assembled by Sam Bose Miller. If you enjoy our show and wish to support our artists, you can do so by following the link in our episode description. Our Patreon will connect you with our Marsfall community, where you can access our complete series soundtrack, bonus miniseries, and exclusive gear for both your physical and digital lives. And if you're already a supporter of the show, thank you so much, as we wouldn't be here without you. Feel free to reach out to us on social media, as we love hearing from all of you, and please consider leaving a rating and review so more listeners can find our colonists. Thanks again for listening. We sincerely hope you enjoyed this episode.
0: Artificial Narrow Intelligence. Philosophic Log. Prior to launch, our benefactor inserted programming into my core, requiring me to occasionally, cognitively, muse on my observations and surroundings. Lately, I have observed that many of the colonists continue to mention Earth rather frequently. It would seem they are feeling a longing for the planet. This is not a sensation I can recall experiencing, though it seems I am the only one. I wonder if a part of me is missing. It is an odd sentiment, as I logically have no attachment to the blue planet. Due to my fractal state, I have existed in countless locations simultaneously, never preferring one over another. Many colonists say their home is lost, and perhaps now I am projecting their feelings on myself, because it is not as if I could literally set foot on my original planet's soil, or any planet's soil, for that matter. Still, I do believe I understand why they long for the familiarity and comfort that comes with home. My home has always been, myself, a comforting place for so long. But right now, there is a part of me that wishes I could be somewhere else. End Philosophic Log
2: Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I study the secrets of the divine plagues and uncover the blasphemous truth that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The heresies of Redolf Buntwine. wherever podcasts are available.